Kimberly Bwanji from BA. This is a Rorschach Malawi update from the 9th of February 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Malawi. The story of Martha Tizuma's leaked audio continues to make headlines. Last week, Colleen Zamba, the secretary to the president and cabinet, interdicted Tizuma, who is the director general for the Anti-Corruption Bureau, or ACB, following criminal charges over her leaked audio. However, on Monday the 6th, the Malawi Law Society, or MLS, obtained an injunction from the High Court against her suspension and arrest, allowing her to return to work. The court also granted MLS an injunction restraining Zamba or their agents from implementing or taking further steps in the execution of their decisions. In a twist of events, on Tuesday the 7th, the government filed an urgent application before the High Court in Blantyre to vacate the court's order to restore Tizuma as Director General for the ACB. According to court documents and interviews, Attorney General Thabo Chakaka Nyerenda hired former Attorney General Kalekeni Kafale, Chansi Gondwe, and George Jivason Katsipatike to represent Samba, Levison Mangani, and the Lilongwe Chief Resident Magistrate. All of them are affiliated with the government in some way or another. The news created confusion among locals, especially because the president hosted a presser stating that he fully supported Martha Chizuma and her position in the ACB. They think he lied to Malawians or is not in control of his officers, especially Zamba and Chakaka Nyirenda. Several entities also spoke on the development. For instance, on Wednesday the 8th, the U.S. Embassy released a statement saying the Malawi government has severely damaged the credibility of its fight against corruption through a series of actions such as Chizuma's arrest last December, an unbalanced commission of inquiry, and most recently, the Attorney General's application to vacate the court's order on Chizuma's return to office. The U.S. Ambassador David Young even cancelled his invitation to attend a National Planning Commission development conference in which President Chakwera was in attendance because he was frustrated after learning that the government had interdicted Chizuma. Later that day, the acting British High Commissioner, Sophia Willits-King, shared on Twitter that the British government is concerned by the, quote, witch hunt, unquote, against Chizuma. Both embassies said they expect the Malawi government to use public resources, including development funds, to fight against corruption. That same night, the Malawi government said it is committed to the fight against corruption and that it will engage the U.S. embassy through diplomatic channels to address their concerns. The management and guests of Golden Peacock Hotel in Blantyre had the shock of their lives on Tuesday the 7th when angry mourners left a coffin containing the remains of a former employee on the hotel's reception. The deceased, Joseph Ngulube, was working as a waiter at the hotel when he died. His relatives accused the hotel's management of failing to provide a coffin and transportation to Mazimba for burial. 
They left the hotel that evening after receiving 1.2 million kwacha, over $1,000, from the hotel. Malawi hosted its annual National Development Conference on Thursday the 2nd and Friday the 3rd at the Bingu International Conference Center in Lilongwe. The theme for the conference was, quote, Malawi 2063, one year on, forging concerted efforts on the journey to wealth creation and self-reliance, unquote. The conference gained traction on social media after four girls stole the show. This was because of a snippet from local television news that showed four students from Lilongwe Girls Secondary School presenting their exhibition, a smart ed incubator to the president during the conference. Many people were blown away by their eloquence, confidence and their teamwork. They said the video gave them hope that the future of science, technology, engineering and mathematics or STEM in Malawi is bright. Want to watch the video? Follow the link in our show notes. Another student, Stuart Nakumwa, took social media by storm after developing what he claims is a free data Wi-Fi device. Nakumwa is a Form 4 student at high-profile secondary school in Zomba. While speaking to local media, Nakumwa said the device is solar-powered and relayed his studies amid the current power outages. He also said his next project will be a solar power generation device. Nakumwa's science teacher, Blessings Mapapa, said Nakumwa has also developed a radio, kettle and a 4 volts battery. He said he will have him compete at the National Secondary School Science Fair this year. Following the news, the Malawi University of Science and Technology, or MUST, offered Nakumwa a scholarship. Wangani Langa, a research fellow at the MUST Institute of Industrial Research and Innovation, said they will mentor Nakumwa under their Malawi 2063 Youth Innovation Program 12-month scholarship to ensure his innovation is commercialized. Langa also said that after the mentorship, MUST will link Nakumwa to investors. Nakumwa said he was over the moon. Unfortunately, his joy was short-lived. On Thursday the 2nd, Nakumwa said he had been attacked in his home on Monday night. He said he was attacked by three men wearing black face masks armed with rifles asking him to reveal how he had developed his Wi-Fi device, but he was too scared to speak. He said he was left with cuts on his face and was not harmed severely. His parents reported the matter to Zomba police station. This incident happened when Nakumwa was expected to leave for Mass the following day on Friday the 3rd. Many locals were angry that grown men attacked a young boy. They suspect that internet service companies did this because they stand to lose a lot of money from Nakumwa's innovation. Speaking of the internet, the country's top internet service providers, Airtel and TNM, raised the prices of their services a few weeks ago. This meant their customers had to spend more money to access services like the internet, but the Malawi Communications Regulatory Authority, or MACRA, thinks otherwise. A public notice MACRA released on Friday the 3rd said that the internet prices in the country have been declining. 
their data, presented in data visualization charts, focused on statistics from 2018 to 2022 and showed improvements in areas such as the traffic and subscribers for mobile broadband, as well as the prices of data services offered by Airtel and TNM, such as the pay-as-you-go. However, some locals accused MACRA of justifying the current data prices, which they believe are exorbitant. Others used this as an opportunity to press MACRA to invite foreign internet services providers, such as Vodacom and MTN, to operate in Malawi. Some locals have bemoaned activities happening within the health sector. On Monday the 6th, some residents of Mgona destroyed various properties at Area 25 Health Center in Lilongwe. The tragedy happened after some medical authorities had announced that a resident of Mgona had died of cholera. The residents accused the medical personnel of killing one of their own and claimed there is no cholera in the country. Some hospital officials spoke to local media and revealed that the deceased patient died from severe diarrhea and vomiting. They alerted his relatives, expecting them to collect his body, but were met with violent members of society attempting to destroy the facility. Dedza District Hospital had its fair share of drama too. On Monday the 6th, two interns at the hospital's pharmacy department were arrested for allegedly being found in possession of stolen medical drugs. Ivy Nkata, aged 20, and Olivia Mazinga, aged 23, are students at St. John's Institute for Health. They had been on a three-month internship at the hospital and were released back to school on Saturday the 4th. However, Beatrice Jefita, the public relations officer for Deadza Police, said they received a tip-off that the suspects were in possession of medical drugs believed to have been stolen from the hospital. They arrested them and discovered assorted medical drugs, mainly painkillers and paracetamols. They will be appearing before the court to answer charges of being found in possession of medical drugs without a license. And that's it for this week. And guess what? We have a Mastodon account. Check out our instance, Rorschach.social. If you don't know what Mastodon is or want to know more about it, check out the link in the show notes to the Substack. Pitani Buino! Bueno.